I'm me, you're you, evidently, and this is Wiggly's Book Club, episode 022. Wiggly's Book Club is a fortnightly read brought to you by GiantMediaBall.com. Check Check GiantMediaBall.com for showtime schedules. Wiggly's Book Club is brought to you live from Sloppy Joe's Bar, located in scenic West Ward, Easton, Pennsylvania. Come for the crack, stay for the more crack. Without any further ado, let's go down to Wiggly for the reading of the 2011 Insight Editions classic, Mail Order Mysteries, real stuff from old comic book ads. Wiggly? I didn't even know what the day was. That's what that's what always happens to me. Today I'm going to have some uh, Irish coffee, as they call it, which is some coffee with the Kahlua in it. And then I'm going to have uh, just, just Captain Morgan's private stock in some tab. Uh, today I was supposed to read the Wilhelm Reich Organ Therapy from Fads and Fallacies in the Name of Science for our own Nico Bun, part of the Giant Media Ball Network, as well as We Talk Games and the stuff of things there and things. And guess what? I couldn't find a book. Then my iPad was dead to record the show. And then there was a, some type of 1970s skate sandal uh, on, on the bottom. And all you have to do is think of anything that can go wrong in, in the world and in a person's life. And then... Don't think about it in the world, because that's, that's, I can't compete with that. But think about it in a person's life, and there's one wing, ring to, that rules them all. That was on there. It's coming off. And that's what's been happening to me. I went to the dentist. I went to the shrink. Then I had to go to my dentist. Forgot to put this light bulb on uh, to take the photo. Today I'm going to have, well, uh, I already said that. So instead of reading Fads and Fallacies in the Name of Science, because I forgot, I, I don't know where the hell it is. I gotta try to find that because what happens is after I record down here, I go upstairs to to say thank you and things, and then and then that's what happened. I don't know where it went because I have to sleep on the floor on a exercise mat. So here's the thing <coughs> about this: don't forget to visit Nikobun at uh, his uh, things. You can look up Nikobun Chris, and something might come up in Google. I'm not sure, but look up. The strict strict machine on Twitter, and that's who he is. So today, instead, I I have a whole pile of books here. I didn't know what to do. I I'm I don't know. I might change my mind. Let me have a drink of this Irish coffee before it gets cold. I don't know. Is that an insult? I don't know. I don't think so. It's probably not what they call. Oh, that's good. Oh, that hits the spot for the day I had. Of course, I worked four hours later than I was supposed to. Yesterday was a uh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday was like an eighteen-hour day, and then the day before that was a thirteen and a half-hour day of tech, pure tech, straight fighting crisis after crisis being stretched like taffy. Today, I'm going to read mail order mysteries, mail dash order mysteries, real stuff from. Oh, I can't see. Gotta turn on the light. 
Lights, hey lights. Free no prize if you know what that is from. Lights, hey lights. Right here, uh, uh, tell me that on Twitter because my email's been so fucked up. Thank you for writing into Wiggly, a Wiggly, a Wiggly, a Wiggly, a Wiggly World, a Wiggly World program that I do, and I saw it and I read it, and then uh, my email decided to delete everything because Apple. I've been with Apple since uh, since the Apple 2SE. Uh, or something of that nature that way long ago and I loved it and then Jobs got fired I don't care I still liked it and the, the beige piece of shit I loved that I had a, one with a, a AV card on it I think it might have SV, S video as well and that's why I used to capture all my video <laughs> in like 320 by whatever 320 goes by <clears throat> to be uh, 3 by 4 but for some reason, it needed a different type of, of, how am I doing on time, by the way, 408. It needed a different type of protocol, and instead of allowing me to change the protocol, I had to delete the accounts and then recreate them, and somehow, some way, on my 15 Mac machines and books and, and uh, iPads and uh, x-ray specs, they got like that there, then there. Tech Talk, I'm going to have some more of this coffee, and I'll get into it. Mm. I just took it to the bottom right there. Very good. Perfect temperature. Mail Order Mysteries, real stuff from old comic book ads with an exclamation point name by Kirk Demarius. Dem uh, I hope I didn't fucking read this book already. Demarius, address he lifted. Blank, zip he left blank. Afterward by Jesse Thorne. Jesse Thorne. This is a very nice book. You could probably still get this. Um, this was, uh, go to Insight editions.com for some reason and we're talking about a $20 book if you want to know the ISBN number I would tell you but forget about it let me just see what years I already told you what years from upstairs but I like to look at when I'm down here and pretend like I didn't know that's the, that's how this program goes this is replanted paper and for somehow reason the bottom is is uh, uh, like crinkled 2011 so you could probably still get this. Beautiful book. <clears throat> it took me about a year to find out that the x-ray specs on the front cover glow, glow in the dark when you do it. So it has a picture of the dude with the x-ray specs. And if you remember this from the old comic books because you're 100 billion years old, uh, it shows a kid with the x-ray specs on, x-ray vision, and he can see through his hand he sees his bones. I knew how that gimmick worked. And then inside uh, for the front cover, you have a b b beautiful uh, illustrations of most of the shit that's in here. Here's Mail Order Mysteries uh, on the next page. And it shows all the comic edges. And they're kind of beat up. Baby Huey and Archie and me, number 88 December. And a couple of other comic books. So I have no idea what they are. And then up top it has, I don't know what that is. Then you open it up and it's the ghost. And I think that was like seven foot ghost or something. Uh, I knew what that was, too. San Rafael, California. Some of these I didn't know what they were. So it's good. Because if you read between the non-lines that existed and just took guesses at how they could do it so cheap, you could sort of figure out some of it. This is for Dad, he says. It's in Inside Editions, as I mentioned. San Rafael, California. That's P.O. Box 3088. 
California 94912 www.insightedition.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com2011.com
I mean, honest to God, what the, what the hell are you going to hovercraft over? Uh, uh, ink smudged. Uh, <clears throat> Gorilla masks and they exist peacefully in harmony. It was the, the latest ad from the Johnson Smith Company, a novelty distributor that had been honing their catalog since 1914. A dozen pages later, an outfit called the Fun Factory featured another full-page assortment of wonders. And elsewhere in the issue, I found 100 toy soldiers for a buck. Oh, yeah, man. Those fucking things were flat. That's how they could give them to you. Yeah, they look like all these army men and uh, Revolutionary War and everything. And they're, they're, like, they're thin like, a, like, a, uh, like something that's thin. A hundred toy soldiers for a buck, an offer for a free million-dollar banknote, and an ad for something called Grit. Go around, sell grit, and get a, you know a racetrack and shit. To me, the ad's seductive nature was the result of powerful combination of factors. Yeah, they couldn't get away with that now. <laughs> Ackham, what's going on there? To the ad's seductive nature was the rest. Of, how am I doing? Twelve oh seven was the result of. Um, powerful combination of factors. Most obviously, the products were other otherworldly. X-ray vision, karate courses, a money counterfeiting device. Uh, they almost seemed too good. I had one of those. They almost seemed too good to be true. For the first time, uh, they were, I wasn't thinking in terms of playthings. These were life enhancers that offered the means to satisfy a familiar range of wishful fulfillment, wish fulfillment, including power, glory, revenge, and romance. Oh, yeah, you could get someone to do anything, hypnotize them, hypnotize them. Um, you grow five inches with your lifts and your heels. The assortment was also more grown up than the stuff in the toy box. Much of it was designed to deceive, horrify, and even humiliate. The selection was exotic, like nothing I had access to at the local toy aisle. The mysterious listings, the, with their vague line art and impossible descriptions, were far more intriguing than the tell-all photos of the Sears wish book. Oh, Sears and Robic. They teased my mind, causing I'm like yelling at you. They teased my mind... Uh, causing me to ponder each item long after the book was shut. They left questions that I gleefully answered with fantasy and youthful optimism. Due to the parental policy, the mystery remained unsolved throughout my youth. It's a ripoff, was the motto that stood between me and the solutions to all my problems, which included bullies, bad skin, and the inability to see through clothing. <laughs> In an effort to quench my desires, my father tried to debunk each listing. Dad's arguments made sense at the time, and I agreed that I'd rather invest in something I trusted, like a new Star Wars figure. Ah, throw that fucking thing in the trash. Star Wars can suck my dick. Uh, I don't like the Star Trek Wars Enterprise. Uh, but what if Dad was wrong? It's not like he followed every scientific advancement. Maybe someone else had made a new breakthrough in ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. What else did I buy? I bought the, I bought the thing where you could uh, uh, do a bird call. It was like a piece of leather with a, with a fucking uh, cellophane hoop at the end. I just stuck the whole thing on my I didn't know how to blow it. They didn't have instructions. As the years passed, my mind never stopped trying to decipher, how am I doing on time? 
1444. Thank you, 1444. Remember, I am dyslexic. I, I can't read. My eyeglasses are wrong. My eye doctor said, uh, fuck you. you can't, I can't do anything for you. Go see the people that grind your lenses. And other things that happen, like my um, uh, symptoms of uh, passing out and things. As the years pass, my mind, and I'm, uh, I can't read. As the years pass, my mind never stopped trying to decipher those enig enigmatic listings. Uh, enigma. The unresolved puzzles stayed stranded in my childhood, and my preoccupation didn't fade with time. It intensified. Then came the internet, and more importantly, eBay, which presented an unexpected second chance for me to acquire the mail-order miracles and quench my curiosity at long last. You know what? I never fucking thought about looking on eBay for these goddamn things. I look on it for rack toys and all other type of shit, and curse. Through, through years of online auctions, I've tracked down many of the lost treasures of my childhood, often spending 20 to 50 times their original listing value. It's a small price to pay. Well, if shit costs a dollar, well, that's 50 bucks. If shit costs a penny, yeah, ain't too bad. Tracked down the lost treasures of my childhood, often spending 20 to 50 times their original listed price value. It's a small price to pay to uncover its greatest secrets. It's also worth it to experience and fucking write a book, I bet, for 20 bucks. Um, it was also worth it to experience the joy of anticipation as finally my own pair of x-ray specs lumbered throughout the, through the postal system. Of course, these days, if a seller takes four to six weeks to deliver, at least I can leave negative feedback. Oh, never leave negative feedback. Just don't leave feedback. And never buy from the person again. As my collections, uh, unless they really get you up the buttocks with the penis. As my collection started taking shape, I soon realized that Dad was right. <laughs> Nearly everything is smaller, flimsier, simpler, or more inflatable than I had imagined it to be. As a kid, I would have been devastated. But now, the objects are symbols of a bigger story. It's true. Every single item that I used to hate, like Rom the Robot. Uh, it's just so endearing now and so fantastic. And not in the way that, oh, you know, it's dumb, so I like it, and it's vintage and a boo-boo. No, I really dig the aesthetic. I really dig it. I don't know what people were smoking when they thought it would appeal to kids back in the day. It obviously did, but I, it didn't appeal to me. But now I absolutely uh, love them. And I love getting the knockoffs, and they're just ugly as shit, but I love them. Uh, as a consensual participant in the consensual participant in the long-standing tradition of mail-order letdowns, I welcome the role of the Rube and revel in the lackluster surprises that fill my mailbox. The internet has also united me with the legions of childhood comic buyers, both the high-functional functioning individuals who actually ordered the stuff, and the ones like myself who never overcame the obstacles, uh, by be there, be the parents, finances, or even living in a country unserviced by the dealers, while the enthusiasm surrounding these ads had made the leap into the digital age, there is growing there is a growing void of sound information and photographic evidence of these arcane items. This book is do, uh, uh, this book, which documents my findings thus far, is a combination. Uh, 
is my contribution to the cause of curiosities in this volume are mostly from the late 1960s and 70s. Hey, man, that's me all over. When the market had reached a summit of every comic book doubled as a printed novelty shop. I don't know. For me, the I read that too fast. I know what it means. The, for me, the collection, resp- uh, let me do it. 1858. For me, the collection represents so many things: a series of hard-earned revelations, my remaining sense of wonder, and a coming-of-age discovery that even kids need to be shrewd as serpents, lest they get bit by one. That's nice. Be shrewd as a serpent, lest get bit by one. For others, I hope that it might serve to scratch a lifelong itch to provide a journey to a magical time or perhaps even stand as a missing chapter in the history of comic book collecting. Kirk Demara is. Wait, I hope this mic's on. Yeah, okay, good. I always, I always, I'm always scared it's recording through the iPhone mic. Superpowers and special abilities. Here we go, the first chapter. I'm actually going to get into this. Ever since that guy from Krypton showed up, superhero titles have dominated the comic book scene. The stories created a yearning for superhuman abilities, and the novelty dealers were standing by to sell them. Suddenly, super strength, x-ray vision, martial arts skills, and even mind control were all within reach. For those looking for something more subtle, and who can forget the Atlas kicking the sand in the, in the little guy's face, and then he becomes fucking the Incredible Hawk. You know what you do? Just shove steroids up your ass. For those looking for something more subtle than superhero status, the ads offered the means to become a ventriloquist, an instant guitarist, or a reporter for Archie Comics. Uh, a new, a new you was just a postage stamp away. Um, who was the comic hero? I don't think it was Seven Eleven. Oh, Seven Eleven fought uh, Brickbat, Backbrit, Backbat, Brick, Brickbat. Brickbat, I think. 7-Eleven was a, 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 a guy. Um, here, here's what happened. I, I don't want to get too far off topic. But 7-Eleven was this dude who, uh, his buddy committed a murder or some type of crime like that. And his buddy said, listen, I got to go talk to my wife or my mother because I got to tell them and they're dying and I'm paraphrasing and making shit up. I got to go tell them. So you take the rap for it. I'll come back after I talk to them and then I'll tell them I did it and everything's good. So this guy goes to the pokey. Uh, for his buddy, his buddy's on his way to tell his wife, mom, and he gets in a car accident and he gets killed. So now this dude has to stay in prison. But because of his great digging skills, <laughs> he can t- he tunnels his way out and he becomes Seven Eleven because that's his uh, prison number, Seven Eleven. But instead of uh, but he con- but so then he goes out because he hears all this shit in prison about people doing doing crimes. So he goes digs his way out at night, goes out, he finds the dudes. And, you know, punches him in the face or kills him or, uh, you know, I don't know what he does. And cry chops him probably. And then instead of just running away, he tunnels back, goes through his tunnel back into his uh, pen for the morning checkup rounds. And he keeps doing this because, you know, because he didn't do anything wrong and now he wants to do more. Get a life, 7-Eleven. But he fought a villain called Brickbat, and uh, Brickbat, and I'm, I hope that was his enemy. Uh, Brickbat was a guy that wore a bat mask, and then he he, he threw bricks at people, and a, and the bricks were like green or something, and and they had poison in them. <laughs> Brickbat. Uh, 
x-ray spec, see bones through skin, see the through clothing. It has a guy with his tongue hanging out, uh, looking through a dame's dress. Oh, look, there's nipples right there in the black, and it was even like a outline of a crotchal area. Amazing x-ray vision, guaranteed, and it's got, oh, this is on the board. Beautiful. The famous uh, blushingly funny illusion. Illusion. Nice. I had x-ray specs when they became available in the store. Look at that nerd with his x-ray specs on. I mean, he just has to brought out. Uh, number 117. Amazing guaranteed. Amazing x-ray vision guaranteed. So now we have the, uh, the ad for x-ray specs. Amazing x-ray vision. Uh, instantly, here, here they cost two. Oh, this person sold them for two ninety-five on the board. Uh, on the uh, board of the, uh, the rack toy. But in the book, they were a dollar. Hilariously funny. H hilarious, laughingly funny illusion. See-through fingers. And you actually did look like you could see the bones in your fingers. You can never see through a dress or clothing. But it looked like you could see your bones in your fingers. Because what happened was there were chicken feathers. or there were feathers. And I think they were red and black. There were feathers inside the little peepholes in these x-ray vision things. And when you look through them, it, it split up your, your eyeballs so that it, you would see like a fuzzy outline of your fingers. So the things that looked like bone were actually where it wasn't fuzzy. And it's just your fingers. See the yolk of an egg. Uh, see lead in a pencil. And once again, so you could do that. The, the, the yolk would look like a fucking egg, but it, it wouldn't be round. See through, uh, see through fingers, through skin, through uh, see yolk of egg. See, <laughs> see yolk of egg. Dash that. See lead in pencil. Many, many amazing, astounding, illusionary x-ray <laughs> views. Uh, yours to see always. And when you where slimline x-ray specs bring them to parties for real fun dash dash guaranteed all caps dash dash they give you a three-dimensional x-ray vision <laughs> really the uh, the instant you put them on when you look at your friends you'll see the most blushingly funny amazing things full of instructions you can see what's you, you can see what religions the guys are um, see the, uh, the the full instructions of how to enjoy and why is of and of how of how to enjoy is all okay. them to the fullest last for years harmless requires no electricity thank God or because you'd have to carry around a fucking twenty volt battery pack on your belt if there was electricity back then uh, comes complete. Permanently focused, nothing else to buy. Send $1 plus 25 cents for postage and handling. Money back, if not 100% satisfied. Sunline Company, Department 248, P.O. Box 90, 285 Market Street, Newark, New Jersey. Well, there you go. Surprise your friends with X-ray site mail coupon today. And it's got some things and stuff. We imagine glasses, oh boy, 2554. Uh, maybe we imagine glasses that enabled you to see real skeletons and nudity. They sent, so this is how it's broken down. We imagine they sent behind a mystery and customer satisfaction. So we had, great book, buy it. 20 bucks, no problem. They sent eyewear stuffed with bird feathers. <laughs> True, really. In the original specs and x-ray, I, I, took, I took, well, you didn't even have to take them apart. You could just use like a pencil and, um, and, and like strum them, and you could see that they were just bird feathers. 
Looks through genuine feathers, which are embedded between the cardboard layers of the lens. The feather veins diffract light, creating the appearance of two offset images. A darker area forms where the images overlap, which can be interpreted as bone, bones in your hand or the curves of a lady. Behind a mystery, X-ray specs, with X, remember, came about in 1964 when Harold von Braunhunt uh, Braun Hutt, mastermind behind Sea Monkeys, repackaged an optical effect made popular by a device called the Wonder Tube. The specs were so successful, they spawned various iterations. See page 12. Customer satisfaction. Not ex <laughs> not exactly what we expected, but they're exalted as the quintessential mail order novelty. Definitely. And then they show uh, a picture of them, and then they show, they actually show what it looks like because they use a light, and you can see a, a very tiny outline of, uh, of a hand. Aqua specs, I see. X-ray specs continue. Aqua specs, 2744. You're going to have to do a lot of this yourself. Oh, i got to get the hypno coin on. Uh, Harold von Brahatz. Seeing AA aids also included aqua specs, which were said to enable underwater viewing, viewing for fishermen. The frames, I never saw that advertised. The frames were identical to their brethren, uh, but these lenses sport tiny plastic levers, tiny plastic levers that rotate the tinted plastic within the, uh, with this enables the wearer to adjust the degree of Tinting, well, so sure, so you don't get the reflection off the water surface. To adjust the uh, degree of tinting according to how much surface glare is present. Say, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Once you find the ideal, I, I haven't read this book before. Once you find the ideal setting, the water is said to vanish like magic. See underwater, this is the actual ad. See underwater, aqua vision glasses, fantastic aid that enables you to see right into the water. New optical principle eliminates surface glare, makes looking into the water like seeing into an aquarium. Great fishing aid, as well as for nature study. Dollar buck twenty-five that cost you. Here he's got him on the board. Catch a catch a peak. Aqua specs. So is a so is a kid with a frog by its leg. Another kid's reaching in for a turtle. Some uh, little girls. I don't know what she's putting in a in a jar. A mason jar is putting turtles in there. Hypnospecs. So uh, he doesn't talk about these. Hypnospecs. Uh, rounded, rounded out Harold Van Brahatz. A trifecta of superpowered eyewear are the amazing designer's hypnospecs. The familiar frames are filled this time with the same lenticular spiral design that is used in the classic hypnocoin. Aha, uh -huh, ha, uh -huh. So see, if we got x-ray specs, it was just like yellow and black spirals as if you're hypnotizing someone. In this one, you had a lenticular design so that swirl pattern would actually move. The instruction provided steps for in, uh, inducing sleep by tilting the glasses up and down so that the spiral appears to spin. As a bonus, there's a satisfaction, a section, there's a, there's a section on how to humiliate naysayers by causing them to lose their balance on stage. What? I guess you bring people up on stage to do a 3011. Dunninger's Hypnos, Hypnospecs, Hypnospecs, created by Dunninger, wow, the greatest mastermind of them all, 
<laughs> the incredible result will electri with, with electrifying speed. Millions saw these hypnotic glasses work on Johnny Carson's national TV show. Professional results guaranteed. Three seven six four hypnospecs dollar buck forty nine. They gave it to you for under a buck fifty. Just do the hypno coin. Because then you'll get the we imagine they sent and the customer satisfaction. Then you can continue on. Here's the ventriloquist dummy. Here's the voice thrower. Here's the bird call. That's what I did. Here's the Archie Club. Uh, oh, the reason I was saying that is because um, there was another comic, and I think it was Amazing Man. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was uh, the statue some some statue that came to life that was Hermes or some other Greek god, and you could actually send in your pictures or something, and they would actually put you in a comic, and that was their gimmick to try to make the comic sell. Uh, boy, he was a statue. I can't remember his name. Hypnocoin. Hypno, this is the ad. Hypnocoin, free with 25 lessons in hypnotism. Do you realize the power that hypnotism will give you with the ma magic powers of hypno? Hypno. This is hard to read because it's in uh, in that in dotted green with the green dots trying to make it. I can't remember what you call that because I'm, uh, I'm feeling finally feeling effects. With the magic power of hypnosis, you can hypnotize at a glance, make people obey your commands, uh, strengthen your Memory, develop a strong personality, overcome bad habits. 25 lessons cover that and much more. Order now and receive new patented HypnoCoin free. One dollar. And it shows a guy zapping a lady and she's uh, under it. And here's another guy uh, zapping, but he's not he, there. Neither. No one's using HypnoCoin. 25 lessons in hypnotism. Now this shows on the cover what I believe would be the HypnoCoin because it has that swirly design, I'm sure is lenticular, as we just read in the last page. We imagined the ability to control other human beings, girls in particular, <laughs> no doubt. They sent a pamphlet, a, a pamphlet first produced in the 1920s and a plastic disc with a lenticular surface that makes a spiral design rotate. The instructions outline techniques that have been seen in old movies and TV shows for decades. However, they prove to be less successful than when applied to people who aren't paid actors. Customer satisfaction? Overpowering disappointment. He's great with the puns. 3325. Uh, I could do this one. Ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy. Everyone wants to see about fucking clown ventriloquists. Have fun and entertain. Uh, bargain price two ninety five ventriloquist ventriloquist fucking cunt. I um I had a Charlie McCarthy ventriloquist dummy, full length sixteen inch dummies with sixteen inch dummies with control to operate mouth and more and, and move head. Learn to throw your voice and, and and entertain friends. Make them. This is hard to read because it's from the ad. And make them sit, stand, even dance and act alive. Oh Jesus. Um, who's that one with, uh, with, the uh, fava beans guy, uh, magic it was called. Sir, that man, fully, fully dressed in colorful clothing, molded plastic, natural finish, movable arms and legs, 
You got the uh, Archie the Dummy with the Y for two ninety five, or Dumbo the Clown two ninety five. Another another guy, uh, Bozo the Iron Man. Bozo the Iron Man was a comic. Didn't last very long. But Bozo was a robot that a guy actually got into. First, it was a robot that uh, that robot that uh, it was remote controlled. Sometimes he was remote controlled. Other times, the guy got in it. So this was like 20, 10 to twenty years before Iron Man. He was even called, although he's called Bozo the Robot on the cover. He's called Bozo the Iron Man inside. Um, so they show pictures of these dudes, and it looks like shit, hollow plastic instead of solid, solid plastic. It looks like the. Um, the dollies that uh, the used to be on rack toys that were just really thin, blown plastic. My Charlie McCarthy doll was not. That was solid plastic. We imagined our ticket to stardom. They sent hollow figures that are no more than plastic heads, hands, and boots held together with scrap fabric. Yeah, this fabric looks like it would tear. It looks like, um, looks like T3. Uh, Don Fennin uh, so, uh, and scrap fabric, cardboard and cardboard and rubber bands. Archie, spelled A R C H I, in later ads, and Dumbo are less than half the size of the typical ventriloquial figures found in toy shops. In the rare event that the mouth <laughs> mechanics work, the string functions opposite to that of real dummies. Yeah, um, that was hard to get used to in a ventriloquist dummies because they used to have a uh, a, a, a string with, with a little finger hole in it. And then there was all different, there were all different other types and stuff, make your head go up and down and whatnot. So it worked opposite to that of the real dummy. And the natural finish claim is grossly inaccurate. Customer satisfaction, hollow and lifeless. And then they show Archie's innards. And Archie compared to a standard size figure. Oh my God! Archie only comes up to a, a dummy's cock, where the cock muscle would be. That's it. Uh, back to me in the upstairs studio. We hope that you've enjoyed tonight's reading of the 2011 Insight Editions classic Mail Order Mysteries, real stuff from old comic book ads. If you'd like your own copy of 2011 Insight Editions classic Mail Order Mysteries, real stuff from old comic book ads, probably internet, I guess. Management would like to apologize. Tonight's super secret surprise celebrity guest. Uh, no, I really haven't thought of it. Jenna Elfman, I guess, won't be on the show tonight, so go watch her on Netflix or something. For Wiggly and the entire crew of Wiggly's Book Club, I am Wiggly. I remember, kids, when someone asks you, hey, how long you get so smart? Well, first of all, you try to understand them, and then you punch them in the dick, and you say, rip. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Fundamental.